If you would like to appear on an episode of My Story Living with Lupus, you can contact us at mystorylivingwithlupus at gmail.com. Also visit us on our Instagram page and also our website, My Story Living with Lupus. and opinions expressed on my story living with lupus podcast represents each person's individual experience by listening to this podcast or reading our blog you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others as always Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. My Story Living with Lupus podcast is officially trademarked, all rights reserved. Thank you for joining me for another episode of My Story Living with Lupus Podcast. I'm your host, Susan Hendricks, and I'm so glad that you can join me on this Friday, July 17th, 2020. Today, we will be discussing children with lupus who transfer to adult care are less likely to access care. That's right. Also, I want to give a shout out to the Canadian Prime Minister for what is going on over in Canada and how they are taking care of their people. Also, you know what I want you to do? That's right, all the way from the United States to Nairobi, Kenya. That's right. Grab your cup of coffee, your cup of tea. And to my listeners late at night, now you know I appreciate you. So grab that favorite glass of wine and come on and join the conversation right here on My Story Living with Lupus. We all know the benefits of apple cider vinegar. Now, you guys know that I'm a vegan and that I have lupus along with other health issues. I used to take ACV every morning before I worked out, but eventually the taste of ACV got to me and I had to look for another alternative. And that's when a friend of mine turned me on to Goli. 
Goli is the first apple cider vinegar gummy. They give you all the benefits of ACV without the taste. That's right. Goli is vegan, gelatin-free, gluten-free, and 100% organic. And the vitamins and the ACV in Goli promotes a healthy heart by maintaining a healthy cholesterol range, controls blood sugar levels, and also curbs your appetite. And the best part about Goli, for every sale generated, a child in need receives a six-month supply of essential vitamins with vitamin angels. So if you don't believe what I'm saying, I'm going to give you some information so you can try Goli for yourself. Here's a promo code you can use. It's Sue Lin One. That's S U E L Y N N E One. And you'll receive 5% off of your initial purchase. Also, I'll leave a link in the description in the podcast. So, why don't you go and try it for yourself? You won't believe how good it tastes. That's goalie. just want to um, give props where it's due and it's due to Prime Minister Trudeau in his efforts to make sure that the residents, Canadian residents are taken care of during this time. I um, yesterday was reading all of the guidelines and the preparedness plans that Canada has established in that country and how um, their residents are, are truly taking care of. Um, initially, they received an initial payment of $2,000. Um, right off the bat. And then um, they would be paid $1,000 every two weeks. So that's $500 every two weeks. They have provided more PPE to hospitals and medical staffs. You know, we are all fighting this pandemic together. But... I like the way that um, Canada has gotten their cells together 
with uh, preparedness plans and um, the PPE equipment and the medical equipment, everything together to try to combat it. They've closed down the borders, which is understandable. Um, I have friends over in Canada and um, I hope that they are doing well. Um, but yeah, my hat is off to Prime Minister Trudeau in his efforts of keeping Canadians safe during this time. When we come back, we'll be discussing children with lupus transferring over to adults seeking care. Do they get the care that they need when they transfer over into adult stage care? We'll be right back. My hat's off to you, Canada. We're talking about children with lupus who transfer to adult care are less likely to access care. Yes, you heard it correctly. Children with lupus who have transferred their care from pediatric to adult providers are less likely to be cared for by a rheumatologist. And we're talking about 93.6% versus 68.4% have lower rates of medication usage, such as hydroxychloroquine, 100% versus 89.5%, and a report worse health related quality of life than those who are still being seen by their pediatric providers. Yes, individuals that transition their care report similar disease activity, flare rates, and disease manifestations as those who have not yet transferred care. Now, transition of care refers to a structured process starting in early adolescence that aims to prepare patients and families for transfer of care to an adult provider which often occurs between the ages of 18 and 22. Now, a group of 85 persons participating in the Pediatric Lupus Outcomes Study of persons ages 18 to 30 were surveyed. Of the group, 47 were receiving care from a pediatric rheumatologist pre-transfer group, and 38 had transferred their care from a pediatric rheumatologist to an adult provider post-transfer group. The researchers examined differences in their disease activity and healthcare utilization as well 
as potential barriers to successful transfer. Now, other findings included children that transferred to an adult provider post-transfer saw a significantly longer disease duration. Now, we're talking about 10.9 years versus 5.5 years and had significantly more lung disease, 29% versus 6.4%. Now, the post-transfer group had significantly lower perceived general health, 47.1 versus 58.2, and social functioning, 75 versus 100, when compared with pre-transfer group. While both pre- and post-transfer groups had similar rates of health insurance coverage, 95.7% and 89.5%. Post-transfer participants were more likely to report difficulties obtaining insurance, 34.2 versus 10.6%. Although more commonly diagnosed in adults, 15 to 20% of SLE patients are diagnosed in childhood. This is a unique study examining pre and post transfer population. Several study participants reported difficulties with transition that they felt contributed directly to increased disease activity. More study to understand how transfer may lead to decreased health care utilization is important in order to better counsel and guide children with lupus through the transition process. Learn more about the impact of lupus in children and teens. You know, those of us with lupus experience hair loss, thinning hair, either from the illness or the medication we take. I have the perfect solution for you. It's called Vitalize. Yes, Vitalize can help you. They are in the business of growing healthy hair. They have a hair system that can help you, and even better, they have a new and improved edge control gel. 
That's right, ladies. There is no flaking. It lays down the edges and also protects it from heat. But wait one minute. Most importantly, the Edge Control has the award-winning hair growth ingredient, Retinin Sol. Addition to the three-part scalp treatment system, there is a silk pillowcase for you to lay those growing locks on. Shampoo, conditioner, and multivitamin gummies. You can see reduce shedding. In two weeks, you heard me, and most see results in four. To see proof for yourself, go on over to vitalizehair.com. That's V-I-T-A-L-I-Z-E-H-A-I-R.com. And use the referral link listed in the information box on this podcast. You know, you know, I never understood that um just say like pediatricians and a child has lupus or a pediatric rheumatologist. Now you've been seeing this child all this time, but once they reach a certain age, they have to transfer out of your care to find another doctor. Wouldn't it be simpler just to continue the care plan with the same rheumatologist? even though it's a pediatric rheumatologist. Come on now. Do Sometimes I wonder, do doctors really realize the difficulty we as patients have finding physicians to treat us for this illness? You know, you get some, and I'm not saying all physicians, this is not to bash physicians, but I'm telling you the truth. You have some physicians that will treat you like an assembly line. Get you in, get you out. The more patients they see, that's more money that they're getting in from billing um, for the services. And it all depends on what you're um, patient base, insurance patient base is, you know, is your patient base 90% commercial? Is your patient base um, 90% Blue Cross? Is your patient base 90% state insurance? And if you're on a state insurance, you know that you will receive the basic care, not the full-blown care that you need. And this is what really ticks me off with some physicians. They look at that insurance first, and they're not looking at the 
patient as to what care is really needed. And I'm trying to get booked um, this rheumatologist that I know. Um, I know that her schedule is busy and we've been going back and forth. I'm trying to get her. She really cares about our patients. She doesn't look at the insurance. She looks at the patient and what conditions the patient is going through. So I'm trying to get her booked on the podcast, but this this is what really gets me and maybe um I care too much about people's health that um, when I was in the medical field, I would say, hmm, I don't care what insurance you have. I'm going to make sure that you get taken care of. And that was dealing with my own businesses. I care less about the insurance. I would ask the doctor, what do they need? And just say, for instance, if I did not take a patient's HMO, that patient still got equipment because they were in need. And I personally took the hit. You know, I knew the patient could not afford to um, pay the rental costs on the equipment, so I took the hit. I let my business take the hit. But why not? If you're seeing a child, a pediatric rheumatologist, if you are seeing a child up until adulthood, why not continue to make sure that that individual's care continues? Because when you get out here and trying to look for rheumatologist or primary care physician, and you have this condition, it can become daunting, frustrating, and very hard. Whereas some patients say, hey, forget it. You know, if things get bad enough, I'll go to the uh, ER. But that's that's my perspective that the care should continue, but it's the medical field and things are different. Now let's talk about a new licensing partnership spurs plans for phase two study of potential therapy for lupus treatment. Alpine Immune Sciences Incorporated announced a partnership for exclusive worldwide option and license agreement for a a new drug therapy. Alpine 101, which inhibits two molecular pathways associated with 
autoimmune and inflammatory diseases. Through the partnership, Alpine is planning to conduct a phase two study of the drug in lupus. ABB will take over responsibility to conduct all future clinical development, manufacturing, and marketing of the drug. The therapy has demonstrated efficacy in multi-preclinical disease modules superior to blocking either pathway alone and favorable safety and tolerability um, drug absorption. There is significant momentum across the research community for lupus research. This partnership is promising. Example of that. Now, you guys, I'm really not feeling my best today. I am experiencing right lower quadrant pain. And it's either one or two things I'm looking at. It's either appendicitis or something else. Um, it started late last night when I was trying to sleep. So if I sound a little out of it, I am, but I have things to do and it will continue on. So I will contact my physician, my rheumatologist, as soon as I finish up with this podcast. Would you, though, as a lupus patient, be inclined to participate in a phase two study regarding this drug? Would you do that? What are your thoughts on that? I would love to hear from you. I'll be right back to tell you about what my nonprofit is doing to assist those in need in the state of Michigan. So stay with me. Okay, I, I promised to tell you about um, the foundation that I have established, the Charlie E. and Minnie P. Hendricks Foundation, which is a community-based voluntary health organization which is dedicated to bringing forth awareness, education, and advocacy and service. It is our belief that no one suffering from a chronic illness should have to live in lack or have to make choices between feeding your family or purchasing medication. We believe in extending a helping hand instead of pointing a finger. Our goal is to see one, reach one, 
to educate and empower the masses. We have established an annual back to school support giveaway. This is a, this support giveaway is for educators, teachers, along with students, families. Now, since we are a Michigan-based 501c3 nonprofit, we are helping those who live in the state of Michigan during this time. If our children, and I say our children because your children are a part of a village, I, I should say. And since they are a part of the village, it is my responsibility to do what I can to help those within the village. If you are in need during this time, and if your child will be attending in, in a traditional learning environment. We, and when I state we, the foundation will be helping two families with a $100 donation going towards helping furnish school age child or children with school supplies, clothing, and etc. The families must submit a certificate of need by August 31st, 2020. Must be a Michigan residence. Um, and do, we're keeping track here, um, our foundation is keeping track here in Michigan whether or not they will be opening up the schools. Um, and it's based on that information that we get from state and local officials, whether traditional school will be held for kids or if children will be homeschooled in the event that children will be homeschooled we will take those donations our donation and we will still assist two families um, that are homeschooling their child or children. So 
all you have to do is go over to https colon forward slash forward slash cemphfoundation.com and look for the certificate of need. They are also guidelines set on that form that you must follow and we will be verifying the information. Now, to my educators. Now, last year we helped out a Detroit public school um, to provide certain items that was in need in the classroom. Now, to my educators once again, the Charlie E. and Minnie P. Hendricks Foundation will help support one local area educator by providing a $100 gift card to help with supplies for his or her classroom. Now for the educators, this program will kick off on September the 1st, 2020 and will end September the 20th, 2020. The educator must be a Michigan-based educator and also must submit a certificate of need which is also available on the foundation website. Also, we are gearing up to kick off Feed and Blanket the Underserved. This program is geared to assisting the homeless and families located in the city of Highland Park and Detroit, Michigan. We will, we're, well, let me say, we are working on providing um, blankets, socks, gloves, scarves, coats for the holiday and during the winter season. And for the families that reside in Highland Park and Detroit surrounding area, we have not forgot you. We know that this is a tough time for everyone. And we are working on getting you guys gift cards also to purchase food for your families. So to stay abreast, you can visit the Charlie E. and Minnie P. Hendricks Foundation website once again at https colon forward slash forward slash C E M P H foundation.com
I finally figured out what was wrong with the pain coming from my right lower quadrant. I had a taste for some squash. And I put it on the grill yesterday. So I won't do that anymore. So, but yeah, I figured it out. Um, guys, um, if you are in need, please go. And if you live in the state of Michigan, go and fill out your certificate of need on the foundation website. Educators do the same thing. We are closely monitoring the events to see whether children along with educators will be going back into a traditional setting or will remain homeschool either way it goes educators I got you families I got you so don't worry but just know all information received for the request will be verified by the foundation. So, in closing, you know when we were children and we were so grateful to those who filled our stockings at Christmas time. Why are we not grateful to God for filling our stockings? with two legs think about it you had the use of your limbs you were on the wake up list this morning you know you may be in pain but you can feel that pain you may be tired but hey get up and go anyway God sees hears and will answer your prayers I would like to thank Goalie Gummies for partnering up with my story Living with Lupus Podcast also would like to thank Vitalize Hair for partnering up with the My Story Living with Lupus podcast. These are two products that I personally use and I will leave the links and promo codes in the description box. Please share, like, And y'all leave me a review. Come on now. And tell a friend about us. Well, it's that time for me. I have to get to work on Foundations Business now. But I'm Susan Hendricks, your host for my story, Living With Lupus Podcast. Have a most peaceful, positive, and oh-so-blessed weekend. I'll see you next Friday. God bless you.
The views and opinions expressed on my story, Living with Lupus Podcast, represents each person's individual experience. By listening to this podcast or reading our blog, you agree not to use this podcast or blog as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. As always, consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. My Story Living with Lucas podcast is officially trademarked, all rights reserved. Thank you.